Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, hello. Welcome. This is Better Than Yesterday. Uh, thanks for being here. This is a tri-weekly podcast that is here to make your day today better than yesterday. Something you hear on this show, something you hear on every show will do just that. Um, we've been here since 2013, Mondays and Wednesdays I'm here with a guest and Fridays I'm here with you. If you want to get in touch with me, it's super easy. Uh, you can find me, send us your email at gmail.com or you can reach out on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok, which is an interesting exploration into the fuck is this? Anyway, uh, if you've never listened to the show before, g'day. I'm Osha. I'm, what do I do? I, I host television at the moment. Oh, sorry. I bump microphones with my chest as I readjust myself in my chair. Um, I make podcasts. I wrote a book once. I'm a dad. I'm a stepdad. I am currently going on a very interesting journey uh, through recovering from a total hip replacement operation. And I have a different brain in that I live with obsessive compulsive disorder and um, generalized anxiety, both of them, you know, treated through medication and other things. And life's pretty good, though I do have to every now and again eh, use just a little bit more effort, I guess, than most people to get through. And that's fine because it's important to know that that's possible. And so on Fridays, uh, I generally like to just check in with you and let you know how things are going because you can't be what you can't see. And if you've never heard uh, someone authentically, I guess, speaking about what's going on in their life and then the responsibility they're taking for what they're going to do about it, you may not know what it sounds like. And, you know, it also helps keep me accountable, to be honest. I did want to say massive thanks to the support at patreon.com. If you want to support the show, it's a huge help to us. If you, um, I don't know, if you saw me out and I was buying a cup of coffee and you went, you know what, Boop, I'll tap his coffee and you would, you know, pay for my coffee. For that, for five bucks a month, you're getting ad-free versions of this show ad-free episodes, including these Friday check-ins. And there's a new tier there. We've been making videos of the podcast for the last few weeks, and we're starting to put them up now. So if you want to see full video versions of the show uh, with me and my guests, which are great, you'll get a secret link at uh, patreon.com slash osha. And that's what I reckon has just gone up. It's a fantastic fantastic episode. And I'm, I'm really, really grateful that he was so generous. And the audio version is brilliant. But when you see his face, when he's talking about some of that stuff, it's just, you know, it's so much more. Uh, look, I work in television for a reason. You know, I love the visual medium as well as, as well as radio and, and podcasting. But it's it's a, it's wonderful to be able to combine the two things that I, I'd like to think I'm pretty good at. And a massive thank you to Andy Ma, my audio director, who is 
I guess, recently become my video director as well. He's doing a huge job pulling the video stuff together. And I'm really, really stoked that we're, I'm really stoked that we're going on this journey together, ever evolving what we make together for you and what you enjoy. So if you want to see full video versions of the show, patreon.com uh, in coming weeks, that includes Annika Molesworth from the uh, Australian uh, Farmers for Climate Action, uh, Peter Singer, Taylor Hansen. It's all on the way. Patreon.com slash Osher is where you can find those videos. Look, I just wanted to check in with you. Thank you to the people who have been writing to me uh, on the email, email at gmail.com. It's, it's so nice. No, I've said this already, but it's so nice to hear other people who have gone through persistent or chronic pain problems sharing their experience and, and just knowing that I'm not alone is really, really helpful, knowing that there's a pathway from here. It's extraordinarily helpful. And, and, you know, when I look at the box of anti-inflammatories, they're like howitzers, man. And I see the pills running out going, oh, fuck, only nine more days. Like I'm able to go, oh, it's okay. There's a pathway from here. It's going to be all right. And it's, it's nice to have that, to know that it's not just me and that other people have been through what I've been through and they're, you know, okay. I have been very, very interested in the, um, the mindfulness aspect and, and the reframing of the uh, chronic or the persistent pain that I'm experiencing. And a lot of that is just just noticing it. I know we've spoken about this quite a bit emotionally on this show, like putting the two words I'm noticing in front of whatever it is. Like I'm noticing I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling agitated here. And that separates you from the thing. So you may be, I don't know, in line to get a driver's license or at the checkout and someone's cards aren't working or you're in a car park trying to get out and there's, you know, someone's pushing the button going, no, but I haven't got my hand in. And you're like, come on, we all know how to do it. How come you don't know how to do it? I'm noticing I'm getting agitated here. That's interesting. And it instantly takes the feeling away from you. And I found that quite powerful. And I'm starting to do it with um, the pain and the sensation I'm feeling in my body. Noticing, for example, that when I'm out and about, when I'm doing things, when I'm talking to you right now, right here with my voice going into this microphone, it's not so bad. As long as I don't carry Wolf around for too long or walk around too much, like he's nearly 20 kilos, he's a unit. And, you know, it's understandable that if I would annoy my hip by putting that kind of load on it, it'll, it'll fuck it off and then, you know, I'm off to the races. But I have noticed it's kind of interesting, like... If I've been out and about doing things and, you know, being active and speaking to people and whatever, when I get home, it's wild. Like there's this moment that I close the front door, put the keys on the hook and I walk past our bedroom, bang, the pain returns. Or or if if I come from the other direction of the house and if I walk past the couch or walk towards the couch, bang, there's that immense discomfort suddenly appears. And that's really fascinating. That's really fascinating because just a few seconds ago, it was fine. Well, I could tolerate it. I was okay with it. But when I'm in those spaces, suddenly it's so big, it takes my breath away and I can't think and I can't connect with the people in the room. And I was thinking, no wonder people get so fucked on painkillers. And I'm I'm honestly grateful that I've spoken to you quite a bit about it, like why I've been very careful to try to not go down that route. Because not all of it, I'm honest, there are some mechanical reasons why things are a bit odd right now. But some of this pain, I'd probably say at least half of it, exists, I don't know, behind the, the pain wall, behind the, behind the part where the painkillers do the work, you know? And that's really, really interesting. Well, that's what it feels like, at least. It might not be the truth. I might be speaking out of my ass. I haven't spoken to the pain psychologist yet. But, like, 
I've been through all kinds of scans and shit. Like we've been retesting everything. So I've been in every machine twice. I've done two MRIs in the last week. Fuck me. I've never been in an MRI tube. Polyvagal breathing is the key there. Four in, eight out every time. So there is without a doubt, there is a mechanical reason for why I am walking strangely and why some of my muscles shut down when I get fatigued and then my gait gets affected and then it kind of cascades. There is a mechanical reason for that and I'm working on that. But there's also this incredible relationship with place and pain. It's still as bad as it is when it's happening. Like, But compared to a month ago, when I wasn't thinking about it this way, it's just really interesting to, to notice where and how. And like I'm doing proper old people things at the moment. Like I'm seriously, this, uh, after Wolf's in bed, I'm having a wonderful time putting him to bed at the moment. He's doing really well, sleeping in his big bed. He's doing a great job. And he, I close the door and he reads his little book and it's, oh, it's so sweet. I just kind of wait for him to, he kind of faffs around and sings a bit to himself and to, tells stories to his big rabbit and his bunny. And then he rolls over and falls asleep. So I wait for him to fall asleep. And then I go and run the hottest bath I can run. And I pour a shit ton of Epsom salts in there and I just sit there. And I listen to my meditations and I do my, my breathing and I do my, you know, I've got this interesting pain meditation program I'm working through. And I come out and after like 20 minutes of that, the sensation is just so different. It's, it's, it's really, I'm not, I'm not able to completely unlock it. Like the, the, it still hurts like shit, but I've just been slowly bit by bit by bit, like literally trying to build a tower out of matchsticks, like one tiny thing at a time, it's starting to move the idiest, bittiest, bittiest bit. I'm not able to unlock it completely. And look, there's good and bad aspects of having the brain I've got. My brain can really fixate on things and it can have an, an ability to really drill into intrusive thoughts like uh, in Evil Dead 2 when Ash's hand is suddenly off by itself and grabbing the chainsaw and chasing him around the shack with it. But enjoy Evil Dead 2 if you've never watched it. Sorry, I just talked about an amputation. It was a horror film. It's made in the 80s. You know it's fake. It's fine. Anyway, just recognising that when it is happening, it's it's just been fascinating. Like I said, it still hurts. It still takes my breath away. My hands still shake. But I'm just trying to put those tiny little wedges of light and space between me and the sensation. And I'm tr- it's working t- ever so slightly. I'm, I'm starting to notice it. Like, it still fucking kills, right? And I still go, oh, like that. And I'll read like, what's wrong? It's like, it's just, that's just the thing. So I'm just trying to be with the discomfort from a place of curiosity. What really worked with my generalized anxiety and the OCD and like dealing with the, the, the episodes of psychosis and stuff, what really helped was coming up with silly names around the climate stuff. So I need to come up with a name for the pain. Okay, so with the climate stuff, for example, in my acceptance commitment therapy, I, it's really quite powerful if I gave a silly name and a caricature and I imagined their silly superhero outfit and what they would look like if they were a cartoon to the obsessive brain patterns. And I ended up, I had four kind of main ones. I think that was four or five. What were they? Um, so if, for example, we were shooting in Fiji and... Um, I'd see, like, you can, the ocean's fucking rising, man, and you can see bits where the village was. It's been washed away, and it's pretty fucked. And my brain would be like, okay, so there's people need to, they need to pack up, and they need to get on a truck, and they need to do a little bit. And I go, ah, there's Pete the planner. Hey, Pete. Thanks, man. I appreciate you trying to put a plan together right now. I'm just, right now, just trying to have this nice cup of coffee, mate. So you carry on with your plan, and I'll be here. And... Like things like that really helped. Who else? There was that Sally from Solutions. She's very similar to Pete the Planner, but Sally from Solutions would start to, you know, come up with policy and stuff like that. And uh, oh, and then there was Captain Catastrophe. He was the first one. So Captain Catastrophe would be like, 
you know, so for example, we're in La Nina, but last year or whatever, it was like mid-May and it was 30 degrees. And Captain Catastrophe was like, this is it, we're fucked. You know, Antarctic is melting. You know, icebergs are coming out. Hey, thanks, Captain Catastrophe. I really appreciate you really doing a great job there. Your fucking feature film cartoon is going to be awesome. I'll just be over here, you know, doing this gardening or hanging out with my wife right now. And then there was Monologue Man. And Monologue Man was just, oh, he's just full of ego. Monologue Man would be the one who was always trying to just slay a coalition politician on something like Q&A or something like that and, and you know, just try to come up with, like, just nothing but facts and, and just cutting people off at the knees with their stupid policies and, like, trying to come up with the most amazing two-line zinger that would become a soundbite that would get played out in some election campaign. I'm like, ah, thanks, monologue, man. You're fucking full of yourself. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. So it was interesting using those things, and they still come up, and I still use them. They're very helpful. So there's three parts of my body that absolutely fucking kill. On the right-hand side of my hip, there's a thing called a tensor fascia latte. latte. Tensor fascia latte sounds like a cup of coffee. And um, it's currently ginormous. It's um, huge. The hypertrophy is incredible. It's just, it's so big because it's been trying to compensate for other parts of my body that aren't working properly. So instead of a tensor fascia latte, I'm going to call it my tickly fussy latte. There you go. Oh, it's just being tickly. Oh, it's just being fussy. Oh, thanks for the tickles. Thanks for being fussy. You go off and be fussy. You know, so like it allows me to, you know, and then you talk to it in a silly voice. Oh, thanks, little one. What else? My sartorius, which is the longest muscle in the body, actually. It comes from the top of your hip and attaches uh, under your knee. I'm going to call my, oh, Jaco Pistorius, the bass player, right? So I'm going to Jaco Sartorius. Uh, Jaco Pistorius was the, one of the greatest bass players of all time. He's one of these fundamental musicians like Eddie Van Halen who just redefined what the instrument could do. He played fretless bass. He played with um, Joni Mitchell. He played with Weather Report. Extraordinarily talented. So when it's really fucking killing me there, I was, oh, that's just, oh, this is Jaco playing some, you know, 16th note funk on my Sartorius. Thanks, man. And um, was the other place that hurts is right on the front of my shin. It's kind of just, you know, about a few centimetres to the right of my, my shin bone on the right-hand side. And if I touch it, yeah, I've got to be really careful to touch it because it's so hyperactive. Like it just, it, it's like sticking a nine-volt battery onto your tongue. Like that's what it feels like when I just tap it ever so slightly. It's so intensely amplified right now. I'm going to call that my, um, it's my tibialis anterior is the name of, I know way too much about hip anatomy, tibialis anterior. Um, it's the tibialis inferior. <laughs> There you are. You're just trying to interfere with me connecting with my wife. Thanks, mate. You just, yeah, I appreciate that. You just go on and do that thing. Okay, but I'll be talking to her right now. So, yeah, I know it sounds weird and I sound fucking crazy. I'm not because I've been crazy and this isn't crazy, but it's just the way, I guess, of separating. It's those silly names. If I use those silly names, in the past, they've really helped me reroute the automatic negative thoughts and the spiraling and the catastrophizing around stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to give that a shot. I'm going to give it a try. It's funny, actually, we use a similar technique with Wolf at the moment. Um, he's having a hard time uh, with impulse control. He's a toddler. They've got no impulse control. So I so, say, hey, mate, why don't you go pick out a T-shirt? His T-shirt's at his level, so he can grab one. But he'll grab one and they go, oh, and he will then just grab, throw 10 T-shirts around the room. So, Wolfie, those T-shirts, they stay in the, in the cupboard, mate. Oh, Wolfie. And then we say, oh, Wolfie, your ears aren't doing a very good job of helping you listen today. Come on, ears. Wolfie's trying to just pick up one T-shirt. Can you help him listen that we leave the T-shirts in the stack, please? And it's real interesting because what what you do there is you're like, it's not you, mate. It's your ears that are being silly. Come on. Let's try and get your ears to do a better job here. And that's it actually, actually works sometimes, not all the time, sometimes. It's kind of interesting. So I wonder, what's in your life that you could give a silly, silly name to? Sillier the better that could help separate you from it, you know, and then allow you to kind of go, ah, oh, well, you just do that thing. I'll be over here doing the thing that I actually want to do. 
taking action in accordance with my values. Essentially, that's the acceptance commitment therapy technique. So yeah, boy, I've been talking for a while. Uh, um, so I'll shut up now. But I, I just wanted to share that with you because it's important to talk about this kind of stuff and it's important to, I don't know, let you know. I, I guess for me, it helps me keep accountable, but you probably, some of you already know how to do this, but for other people, they may not, may not realize that these are techniques that you can use. And um, I didn't know they existed until someone taught them to me. So I hope it helps because it works for me. It's worked for me in my brain. So let's see if it works for my body. Ah, I'll see how I go. Can't wait to report to you back about the pain psychologist. That's next week. That's going to be fun. Um, Monday, Monday, we are going to talk with Sean Doherty. Now, Sean Doherty is a powerhouse. He is a just a legend of Australian surf journalism. And one thing that's kind of interesting and always interested me is that a lot of at least coastal environmental activism in our country, at least, has been led by surfers because they're out there every day and they see the subtle changes and they see what overdevelopment and redevelopment can do for waves, can do for headlands, can do for marine life, can do for everything up and down the coast. And um, Sean is unapologetically just full force with his climate activism. And he's great to talk to because he's just straight facts. He doesn't fuck around. And I love it. You can catch up with Sean Doherty on Instagram between now and Monday to get you up to speed, but uh, you're in for a treat. You're in for an absolute treat because it's an election year and it's really important that we get our heads around what it is we're actually voting for, you know, in uh, my particular electorate, our um, local member of parliament. Strangely, his campaign posters are in exactly the same colour and font as Allegra Spender, who's the independent running. Um, It's almost like they've hacked her Canva account. But Dave, who's Dave Sharma, he's been on the show before. Dave, he has to vote with the party when it comes to things like, I don't know, the Western Australian gas pipeline that's just been approved or coal exports or whatever. Like he can talk a big game on climate, but he's got to vote with the party. So who are you voting for and what is it that they are going to vote for when they get in? It's important to understand that stuff. And, and, you know, you may want to think, oh, look, I've always voted this way, so this is the way I'm always going to vote. But I don't know, man. A lot's changed. It's kind of like you're going to see your favourite band, but only one member is still an original member. It doesn't quite, it's not quite the same. That's kind of what it feels like in some of our political parties at the moment. But we'll talk a bit more about that on Monday. Sean's fantastic. I can't wait to get stuck into that. Thanks heaps for being a part of the show. Again, those video episodes are coming fast. You can get them on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash osher is where you can find me. First tier gets you ad-free episodes. Second tier gets you the ad-free episodes and the video episodes, the full video episodes, which are just fantastic. A couple of them will probably end up on YouTube at some point, but not all of them. So each week we'll put them up as we go and you can uh, view to your heart's content. And then there's also another tier, like I just put another bonkers tier up there. If anybody feels like paying that much, you are more than welcome to pay that much. And uh, it's it's a pretty fun benefit. So I'd love it if one or two people signed up for that because uh, I think it'd be pretty fun. Anyway. I'll let you explore that. Patreon.com slash Osha. I'll see you on Monday. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you again for listening. Big thanks to Andy Ma, my audio and video director, production director. I don't know, Andy. We'll have to come up with a good title for you that's more indicative of what you're doing. Um, How about we just say podcast production or content production? I don't know. I don't know what's bloody 2022 title names. Fucking weird, man. Anyway, Andy's the man that edits everything. (laughs) 
<laughs> and outputs it in various visible and audible formats. Bree Steele is the one on research and support. Toehide is on the music. And Rachel Barrett, executive, produces everything and makes sure that the rubber meets the road and the clients are happy and everything is in set and in place and on time. And without Rachel, there is no show. So thank you for being a part of everything that we do here at the show. And I'll see you Monday. Until then, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.